So hello, this is day seven of nine devotionals committed to Passover. It is officially Holy Week or Passion Week, those few days running up to Good Friday and Resurrection Sunday. And today I want to take you through a passage of Scripture that addresses one of the incredible benefits of celebrating Passover, one of the reminders and one of the things Christ did on the cross for us that may seem like an invisible or subtle miracle, but it might just be one of the most powerful. It certainly is a reconnection with God. But there's an immediate, con- an immediate consequence to every person, every believer who accepts Jesus Christ. And that immediate consequence has radical repercussions in every part of our lives. And so that's the part I want to Uh, talk to you about today for our devotional. It's expressed in the Psalms, in Psalm 71. So we'll go there and we'll go to 1 Peter in a moment. Psalm 71 verse 1 says this, In you, O Lord, I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, you delivered me and rescued me. You incline your ear to me and you saved me. Be to me a rock of refuge, a strong fortress. Save my soul, for you are my rock and you are indeed my fortress. And I will hope continually and will praise you yet more and more. That's from the Revised Standard. It's the word shame I'm after today. Do you know if you know the Bible a little bit or you can remember the Genesis story, one of the consequences of the fall of man is shame. Adam and Eve were ashamed and hid themselves in the garden. And that subtle kind of shame and uncomfortableness in our own skin remains to every human being. It's a sense in which we still have to find ourselves. And we might pursue all kinds of avenues to do that, adventures to do that, geographic explorations to do that. But that's not actually how you find yourself. That feeling of not being content in the inner parts of your soul is not uh, settled, resolved, uh, or met. That need is not met by some sort of an adventure. It's met by a relationship. And there is something really powerful about that idea. You'll remember that Adam and Eve in their effort to resolve their shame actually made a clothing of fig leaves and covered themselves. And there is an entire story around the shame of it. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 6 says, For in scriptures it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. There's another clarification or a redeeming or a restoring of the concept of shame. You know, one of the most immediate miracles about being a follower of Jesus is your immediate relief of shame and a sense of being placed right with God in your world and in the universe as it ought to be. Things become as they ought to be. So that's one of the things that this uh, time of the year reminds us of and celebrates that we get to celebrate together. And so there are a couple of things I want to talk to you about as a reminder for our devotion on shame. First of all, the root cause of all shame is disconnection from God. I mean, you may feel embarrassed at something. You may have had one of those little sort of many fails of some kind. You may have tripped and fallen. You may in fact have sinned. And all of that generates shame. But if you go to the root of it, it's disconnection. Whenever you're ashamed of something or embarrassed by something in your friendships, you tend to avoid, don't you? It severs the connection. And so we avoided God 
Uh, and so God reestablishes it by taking it out by the root so that there is no unspoken elephant in the room between you and God, the power of resolving the shame. And then the, the second idea is that God restores the relationship as if it never happened. You know, there are very few, few things in life in which one could say, let's go on as if it never happened. Because truthfully, when something's happened, it's happened. It may not reside in our emotions, but it resides in our memory. And you can't get rid of the memory. It should, probably shouldn't. But with the Lord, he actually remembers it no more. Now, that's, that's pretty powerful. As far as the east is from the west, so he casts our transgressions away, and he remembers them no more. It's an actual verse in the Bible. That's different. He doesn't feel angry. He literally removes them. That's why we say born again. It's a fresh start. It's a new identity. It's a, it's a new uh, person. Uh, he remembers them no more. And I think there's something powerful about remembering the rest restoration of the relationship is not with scars, it's made new. The one who carries the scars is no longer you, um, but it is Christ. So that's, that's a pretty big moment, isn't it? It's a big uh, um, uh, idea. And then thirdly, he reinstates our role. Do you remember when Adam and Eve uh, fell, uh, experienced shame, and then they, he, he lost his connection not only to God, but his connection to his calling, his connection to his Eden, his connection to his space. He lost that. In fact, God eventually had to kick him out the garden. And I know lots of people get very upset about that. How cruel is God? That's not actually true. It wasn't the cruel, cruelty of God that did that. It was the space was too strong for the man Adam had become. So Adam had to go on a journey to become the man again, and Eve had to go on a journey to become the woman again that was strong enough to handle, do you see what I mean? The strength of the space that God had created. Think about that. That's probably a whole nother sermon all by itself, probably a series. We'll do it sometime. But God uh, kicked him out of a responsibility he wouldn't be able to handle uh, and allowed him to reinstate in relationship and then ultimately reinstate in role. I love that. You can be the man and the woman God intended for you to be. You can be the husband. You can be the father. You can be the CEO, the business owner, or the employee. If you're in right relationship and God takes that shame off your shoulders, because shame makes you function at a much smaller level. And being free from shame makes you function at a much stronger level. So something really, really powerful about that. And uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, thanks, Charlotte. I'm really interested in exploring that conversation. So we actually do a whole series on this called Eden. And I've had so many people asking for us to go back to it. And I think we will uh, not long after um, Easter. So let's take a moment to pray, everybody. It's very nice to see so many of you. We're at about 160 people live right now. Um, and um, let's take a moment to pray and commit this to the Lord. Good Friday, communion together in all our buildings and online. Cape Town, you're not having a good Friday service. And then Resurrection Sunday, water baptism afterwards, no evening service in North End. Let's pray. So Lord, thank you so very much for removing our shame. Thank you for not only uh, resolving our sin, but remembering it no more. And so that we can declare confidently that we are a new creation if any man be in Christ. And so, Father, we pray a reminder that we need not live under the, under the canopy of shame, but we are free to take up our role all over again. Thank you that you make us uh, strong enough for the scale of our calling and our role in life. And we honor you for that, this Passion or Holy Week. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.